Ladies, gentlemen, and all sports fans of Calgary, welcome to your morning show. Sports, life, food, and everything else. This train rarely comes off the rails. We've got big guests, the best insiders, and all the breaking news you need. Boomer in the morning starts now. Sportsnet 960 The Fan. Because if you were to look at the week like a, you know, like a, like pardon a, me? A shard graph thing. Like a camel's uh, back? Yeah. Are there one humped uh, camels? Pardon me? Are there one humped camels? Oh, absolutely, yeah. What was that great Letterman line when he had the guest on? She's like, have you ever, <laughs> have you ever had the hump of a camel? And you can see it hits him immediately, but he lets mm. it breathe. And the crowd's kind of, oh, 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 oh. what's David say? No, but when I was younger, I was pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, how we doing, everybody? Uh, it's a show on a Wednesday in March. That's what this one is. Let's see, uh, the 30th of March, and there's uh, one more day to go in this month, right? You have uh, two more? Two more days. Okay, well, yeah, okay, so the 30th, but there's I mean, 31 of them. If, uh, not, uh, I'm already considering that this, this day is over. over. Yeah, this day is <laughs> yeah, done. You can flush yeah, this show. This, this, this show and this day. See you tomorrow, folks. Bye. <laughs> Bye-bye. <laughs> yeah, uh, the uh, Calgary Flames last night playing in home ice. Nine five two one. Yeah, you just um, never, you just, uh, you don't, you know, you just, you just uh, never know. I would say uh, if you had to pick one opponent that would let you play a nine five game and one that would make you play a two one game. Yeah. Very stark uh, contrast. Yeah. As the uh, yeah, one team can defend at even strength. That's what I noticed. Yeah, at weird, least in yeah. a small, very tiny yeah. sample of two games, Dean. Defend just in general for sure, but yeah, yeah. five on five and all of that. Uh, when because we knew, we found out uh, Avalanche win last night by a score of two to one. I feel like we're jumping in too soon. It's only it's we're just we've just begun the program. Dean, how are you? What's happening? Uh, I'm not, Talk to me. I'm not feeling great. What kind of food have you been making? Have you been souping? No, there's been nothing. Um, you need to make, you need a soup. That's what you need. I could use a soup. I don't know what's happening. I can tell you. You know what it is? Mm-hmm. It's like we're hearing now in uh, in the NHL. It is a non-COVID-related illness. Yeah, as I've been testing, and uh, I'm clean as a whistle. Again, you know, I feel maybe worse now than uh, than than any time in the last uh, two and a half years. Clean, but trash. Yeah, garbage. Uh, if our GM was doing a better job, you could be platooning in and out of the lineup here, and I think that'd be good yeah, for you. Yeah, you, you know, you could platoon, but he wouldn't. Uh, he wouldn't talk about you. It's solid. I'm not gonna converse about. Player that goes in another lineup. If you're in a platoon situation, then make an impact. Otherwise, you just platoon. Doesn't matter who it is. That's what I'm. And I'm I mean, trying. you're making an impact when you're here. I just feel like trying. less could be more. I've been in another lineup. Do we have like a an intern we can drag in to talk, and then you and I can just maybe do two and a half day weeks? I'm led to believe that's the case, but I haven't seen anybody. You know what it is? Duma, you, you got an intern over there? Here's the great thing about uh, th- he's not here. I don't think so. About this show and the intern thing. Uh. Hey, we've got some interns coming from the college. Oh yeah, they're gung ho. Oh, are they ever love seen? the show, oh, love yeah. the station. They can't wait. Yeah. So uh, we're gonna find um, uh, old Billy Terwilliger there. He's mm-hmm. coming out of uh, the Whoop de Doo College, and he's gonna be hanging around the station. So we'll get him to do some stuff, you know, uh, find some audio, cut some stuff, do some prep, that uh-huh. sort of yeah, thing. He's going to help out. He's going to pull the rope. Yeah, because they're, uh, you know, they've got a great program over no, there. No, whoop to do uh, They've, uh, I'm, I'm, I didn't know they still had a program, but. Uh, WDDC. Big whoop to do alum here. Yeah. Uh, and then, you know what happens is those whoop de doo alum, mm-hmm. they find out that the morning show doesn't happen at one in the afternoon. Yeah. And they're like, bleep this. Yeah, or they just sit and listen and drink coffee and nothing gets done. I'm going to go and hang with Steinberg and Maddie Rose. Yeah. 
But, man, love that morning show. Love the show. Really want to see what it's like to... Uh, they may come in once, yeah. and then it's nothing but uh, the old dusty train. No, I had to go to the airport early that one day, and I did listen to that show. I, I like that show. But, you yeah. know, I think I'm going to intern with the afternoon guys. Yeah, I think the afternoon we were, guys... We were traveling. You know, it was Mexico or something. Yeah, yeah. It was a winter holiday. But I was up early. had the show on. So when did that... Uh, Catch you out of replay at noon. When did that... I'm looking now... Uh, yeah, March 18th. What's this? Uh, uh, email from our boss. I shouldn't, I guess you shouldn't do this. Um, I think it's too late. Maybe some of you have already met him, haven't. But uh, here's, I uh, want to introduce you to Bill Terwilliger from whoop de doo College. Uh, also has a uh, diploma of something else from... Uh, Somewhere else. Who's to call it university? And a four Who's to call it? Wow. Gonna be, uh, there's going to be the internship. Uh, you're going to see him around the station. Passion for news and sports, particularly the NHL. Uh, all this is good. You'll be seeing him in studio. Yeah. Any, any zingers in there? Yes. Right at the end, which is where you want to put this it. This is what I like, because yeah. it's like, it's like yeah. hey, everyone, here's some news, and then... How about a little giggle and back to your day? That's right. That's what you need. Some uh, You need that sort of thing. And I think that's, you know, it keeps the mood light, right? So as far as uh, old Billy Terwilliger's contrib- contributions. Uh, contribute. <laughs> Nothing yet. It's not April yet, Dean. I've been told there's one or two days left in March. So Yeah. Well, today's already a write-off, so it's probably just one more day. Uh, I'll take your word for it. That's fine by me. Yeah. So how sure. did you, uh, you've been at, you were at the Arizona home game, you were at the Edmonton home game, were you all tanked up and were you into the schnee last night for, uh, the, the, for the game witch? three? The, the who, what? <laughs> the witch? Well, it's, I just don't know where it. Uh, no, the Friday was the G movie and uh, Saturday was rated R and yeah. last night was definitely in, with a computer in front of me on a desk at home. Really, eh? Went to do some reading with the boys, you're playing a little driveway hockey. Get them tucked in. What do the kids read nowadays? They're good little readers, so yeah. they're, they're 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 where they should be in grade one. They're reading books. They got books on spiders, spiders that have webs, spiders in the ground. They they got books on all kinds of dinosaurs. Yeah, animals. They're into animals. Yeah. Hmm. And then they're like, "Hey, Dad, who's the Surgeon General? What's he saying about these things?" <laughs> right. No, no, that's the sun. No, just no. get out of that. Don't worry. Out of here. What about you, Dumas? How do you? Uh, how did you take in the match last night? On my couch, it was a. Uh, I was just really excited to see Kale McCarr. That's who I was really excited to see, and you know, had the goal to tie the game for Colorado. Twenty-six family members. Is that what the broadcast said? They had. That's a large family, Dean. I know you're from uh, small town Manitoba. Did, did you have any friends with 26 family members? Uh, yeah, actually, that cuts only how that rolls. There. There's not much else to do except farm, and that's what they say back <laughs> Sorry, there. Sorry, you sneeze there. <laughs> well, you fight and you farm. You farm and you fight and you and yeah. Uh, but I guess when you're making, um, you know, nine bags a year. You got to be pretty special. I you think, can afford right? twenty eight or twenty, however many tickets you need. Yeah, probably not. Upset he's in the old central, not the old northwest division, though, where you come through here like three, four times a year. A lot of road trips. <laughs> My kid last night. He's like, man, how is, how old is Makar? Because he looks so young, right? And I'm like, yeah. well, I don't even know. He's twenty one. No, I'd be a little bit older because he came college, in college. That I'm like, and... he's probably about twenty three. He's like, what? like he's. 23 and he's already on, yeah, and nine million a year. Yeah, he's already getting paid. That's impressive, too, right? That entry level didn't seem last long. No, it sure didn't, did it? Poof. Whoopsie. (laughs) Away she goes. (laughs) And and you get the feel that there was no negotiation needed. No. Here's here's what I think I'd like nine million for forever. Okay, fine. Here's yeah, I guess. I mean, that keeps you under the team cap of Ranson at nine and a quarter until McKinnon shatters that thing. Yeah, about 15 minutes later, you call him back. Hey, is there a problem with the contract? No, we just wanted to say thanks for taking a hometown discount because now uh, Seth Jones taking nine and a half and other guys are making So appreciate you. Yeah, you can buy a house now. Nine million. And it's like, oh, yeah, yeah. I always thought about that back in the day when Iggy was making seven. Another guy, you know, at that time it was near the higher end. But it's like, wouldn't you love to be making that kind of money? And no one can dispute like, oh, yeah, that you're making that yeah. much money. No one's going to look at Kale McCarr and say, oh, boy, bad contract. 
Well, I mean, nine million. Yikes! That could turn into the, the next uh, McKinnon deal. <laughs> we heard got news yesterday on the cap. Apparently, we're a few years away from actually. Now, how does the cap go up, Dean? I was trying to figure this out yesterday, and I know you're a big numbers guy. You're a capologist. Big capologist. You love yeah. CBA minutia. Well, once you, you know, you see revenues go up, mm-hmm. and then everything is great for everybody. Well, just hang on. So, like, pump breaks here. I know right, uh, yeah. because we got escrow and all. Money's so, coming in. So, so the players owe the owners a billion dollars. Yeah. Well, I did see that because with- there's all, they kept paying them even though there weren't fans in the seats, and then they cut a deal. There's still massive escrow this year and next year, and the cap's going up. Do you think people, because, and I'm not going to say that I'm an expert, I don't, but do you think people understand how the escrow works? No. And how great a deal it is for the owners? Well, it, it's cost certainty. This is cooked into the CBA. But what, it, what it's a great deal for now is the players where they've capped it. So rather than make, you know, half their salaries when there was no one in the building, they got to make like 75% of their salaries when yeah. there was no players or no fans in the building. But how the, the escrow works is that the owners at the end of the day, and you cause certainty, yeah. I, I would love that. But regardless, if you owned a business, yeah, and this month, hey, you know what? I, I own a, a restaurant. We sell steaks. Mm-hmm. All right. This month, we sold a million, a million T bone steaks. Well, that's great. Mm-hmm. So then you, you know, and then this month, another million T bone steaks. So you start to, well, I guess if I'm going to be selling a million T bones every month, I can afford this. And so then, here's what we're going to budget for. Here's a what we're going to do. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, some months, like, we sold six T bone steaks. Oh, boy. What? We, yeah, there's this. We've pandemic. been averaging like a million dollars. We only sold six or a million, this year. A million T bones. No, six. Well, Staff, come on in. Huddle around. Yep. Here's what we're going to need to do. Remember that guaranteed money? I'm all fat and sassy. Have you seen the cars in my garage? I'm used to selling a million T-bones every month. I'm going to need to uh, take some of that uh, money that I've been paying you yeah. and take that back. Because yeah. I've got a style of a lifestyle mm. that I'm used to living. Yeah. And you know what? In fact, moving forward... I'm just going to hold a bunch of your salary on the side. And at the end of the year, if we do get to a million, I'll give you what I promised you. Yeah. I mean, if uh, it may move up and down, I don't think we're going to sell six a month. Yeah. But, but regardless, when it's all said and done, I'll just keep all the money. And if we do sell a million, then I'll, I'll give you that dough. But if not, then I'm, I'm going to have to just hang on to some of it. Now, so that's the good side for the owners on one front. The, the other side that's less good is that um, escrow was never an issue when this league was growing. Mm. Like, you know, the other major sports are. You just got to put a team, get another one in Toronto. And there you go. Yeah. And just and slide that Coyotes team into a 4,500 seat arena and Saskatoon or everything's something. Everything's going to jump through the roof. Can Toontown host to it? To infinity and beyond. Yeah. Uh, anyway, I don't know. We were talking about Kale McCarr, but yes, he was. Uh, yeah, I thought he was, he was good last night. But the scary part is, is like, that guy's going to get better. There's no doubt in my mind. Like he may get thirty this year. He's he's a point per game player. Twenty three. Yeah. What? He got his fiftieth assist last night of the season, and I don't mind telling you that that puts him in elite company in terms of the franchise that he plays for. They play in Colorado. They used to play in the league. He plays in. It's actually elite elite air too. In Quebec, there was a team called the Nordique. Uh, the Nordic is, yeah. is the uh, the third D- D-man in Avalanche Quebec Nordique history to have at least 50 assists in a season. Only two other guys. One was named Ray Bork. One Raymond. S- Steve Duchesne. 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 And actually, Duchesne had uh, 62 assists in 92-93. I think people kind of forget. But uh, Steve Duchesne was, uh, you know, Kelly, Kelly Rudy will bring him up on the broadcast because he played with him in L.A. Mm. You forget a little bit. There's some offense there. Ray, oh, yeah. Ray Bork was pretty good, too, I guess. But, yes, for uh, for Kale McCarr, 50 helpers and more uh, runway left. They've not, uh, they, they hit the 100-point plateau with the win last night. They're going to continue to play this season, even though 100 is a pretty tidy number. They're going to play the remainder of their schedule. Which we'll see them. Uh, I'm probably going to go play Edmonton, right? You're already here. May as well go do that sort of thing. But 47 wins, 100 points. Their goals for and against plus 70, 26 
four and three on the road. And they've been uh, just kind of okay as of late. Yeah. Getting to that 47. They're, they're missing a couple superstars, and, and, you know, they'll just have to get by on their depth, which um, Val Nichushkin's a free agent this, this summer and has having an absolute monster year. Um, Dom of uh, The Athletic, the big old stats nerd, was saying he's having a really great year last year, to about, or yesterday at about 11 a.m. Then he went on to score both goals on the power play last night, and the Avs snuck out a win on the road without McKinnon. Without Landeskog, without an even strength goal, without Sam in, hostile, in the back end, they're yeah, in a hostile yeah. environment, and you're like, yeah, that was a really nice little buy low. Maybe this guy isn't done yet in the NHL type player. What an unbelievable year he's had. Nachushkin drafted by Dallas in round number one, and I remember we were at that draft. It's like, well, they, you know, at, still at that point, Just the Russian one. kid. You know, are you are you worried? Some teams may still kind of in that mindset that you don't know mm-hmm. if because uh, the KHL was paying big dough back tons then. of dough back then. But he did come over, played for Dallas, had 14 goals, 34 points in his rookie season, and then, then uh, yeah, and then he was injured, and then it went sideways, and then he uh, played one more year, nine goals in 79 games. Said, "I'm going back home. I miss my family. It's not going well." Played a couple of years in the K, was lured back. Zero goals in 57 regular season games for the Stars. They said, Zero. you know what? We're getting out of the uh, Val Nachushkin business. We're, we're, uh, we're done. He signs a PTO with the Colorado Avalanche and has scored, uh, has scored plenty. 13 year one last year, uh, shortened 55 games, 10 goals, and now this year. Yeah. 19 goals in 49 games. Yeah. So that makes him more or less a 20-goal guy. And I think 20-goal guys do pretty well on the uh, on the open market. Big, can shoot it. He's still just 27. He is big, dude. 6'4", 200 like, pounds. If you're a team that wants to add to the top half of your forward group and could use another guy on power play one. And what a luxury to have when you're the Colorado Avalanche when you get zinged with a couple of high-end injuries. We knew Gabriel Landeskog is, is going to be out for, for a while. Mm-hmm. We found out yesterday, as you said, that Nathan McKinnon is out. Well, hey, we'll just uh, bump up the minutes on Nachushkin here a little bit. He can handle it, and yes, he could. And Rantanen's a horse, and... Is he ever? Gosh, is he thick, eh? How, how many flames? Like, Rasmus Anderson spent most of the night water skiing him off that guy. Trying to... Nope. Yeah. You've... Big, so big, I'm going to put big. a shoulder into this office tower and show, oh, no, I'm not, I guess. <laughs> Goodness. Yeah. No, Just he's a pillar. Yeah. He's a big dude. He that's a, a, that's a spooky dude. team. And look, if you're the Flames, the one thing I'll say is there appears to be a bit of a meat grinder element to the, to the way the Flames play them. And that you could, in a series, you make it a war of attrition. And if, and if you're seeing them in a series, here's the good news. You're in round three. They've had to run the gauntlet of the Central. Yeah. Who knows? But you just want to look on paper. I don't know anyone's beating the Avs in a series. Well, and you you look at the game last night, and again, I think you have to, the first thing that anyone's going to say is, yeah, without McKinnon and Gabriel Landeskog. It's true. Yeah. It's not two forwards, not two guys out of the top nine. It's... Well, two take, of their t- it's two of their top line, which is one of the best lines in the yes, league. Yes, take two off the Flames' top line and, yeah. and, and imagine how the Flames would play. You'd be like, wow, you're going to need to see more from the Manjapani to Foley's of the world. But, I mean, that's how good they are. Yeah, you would take Goudreau Lindholm, Kachuk Lindholm, take, sure, take yeah. two of those guys away, and then one of your top 4D, say it's Shillington or whomever. Yeah, Shillington's not a bad comp for Girard, I guess. Right, so then you throw them together. Yeah, that's, flames, flame, that's deep. Right? Flames, I, I liked them through 40 minutes. I'm not sure what happened as as the game went on. It, it almost looked like they were fatigued a little bit. I don't know. Well, their arms got tired from shooting the puck all night. Here's here's the, the, the really not popular take is um, the goalie that Colorado had in net got pulled in the first game and has stopped 90 of 91 shots in the last two. Yeah. And when you have someone hanging a nine eight nine on you, save percentage wise, things just aren't going to go well for the other team. Like when when a goalie gets that hot, anything can happen. See Carey Price, see Demko and Markstrom in the bubble. Like th- 
when you get goaltending that good, it almost doesn't matter. You're going to win. Other teams are going to be immensely frustrated because he's stopping everything. So the number was what, 49? The last shutout win? 46. Is that what it was? Yeah. So and now 45 last did 44, night? Right? Had 44 saves last night. On 45 shots. So that's 90 of 91. That is ridiculous. Now, and I think it's it'll dovetail into this, Ryan Husko was in with the boys in the hot stove lounge last night talking about Kemper and how well he's played in the last two games versus Calgary, but... He did the same thing in Colorado where when he got the shutout there, he made a lot of saves, but when you look at a lot of the shots, he saw a lot of them, and I think that would be the same tonight. And sometimes when your shot totals get inflated, um, yeah, we were trying to put pucks on the net from everywhere, and that goes to the shot volume, but you need to find a way to get more inside to get... Know, screened looks at him, and then those second opportunities when they're the pucks are lying around off a rebound chance. Um, if you're not around the front, they're going to box you out, and they're going to win those loose pucks. And um, tonight, I thought that was part of the issue for sure. I don't know that there were fair, out of the but you're 40... not going to hang nine eight nine. No, right? Like, but like of... he, he's fair on that. But what, was there a highlight? A hot... Was there a highlight real save he made last night? I thought he made a couple really good ones in tight, like a bunch of the tip of the glove ones that missed the net could easily have gone in. Because I would, I like would how many almost argue glance that... off the glove and, and just miss the net, or then hit his helmet and miss the net. Like I, I can think yeah. of two off the top of my head, and if those are an inch in a different spot, they're in the net. So those are big saves. They, but, it but might not be a highlight reel one. Nah, in but your we've mind. we've seen the Flames work goaltenders more than they've worked Kemper. Sure, in these and two and games. if Monahan gets the puck up when he's got his one shot in front of the net, and if you put it another couple inches higher and can go over the pad instead of on it, I, I thought they created a bunch of chances. Um, I shouldn't say a bunch. It was a low event game, but I don't think you just shrug off and say, yeah, we didn't make it hard enough for him. Okay, you'd like to make it harder for him, but that's enough chances to win most nights in this league. Maybe just not against that guy when he's dialed on that team. And credit to the Avs, who did in the third period kind of outwork the Flames. They upped their intensity a little bit. The Flames didn't really match it. And they weren't they weren't going to lose that game as the as the third period. Although you talk about scoring chances, maybe two of the best they had were in the final seconds there in the goal mm-hmm. mouth. Uh, Daryl Sutter he uh, not struggling to find the area where right. he was disappointed. There's no excuse for it. The first and puck should go down nice. Four's got. I'll set it up. Sorry, he up, was up, up, up. very obviously. Uh, it's a night where special teams. You got a power play goal. That's great. You gave up two power play goals. Not so great. 2-1 loss. That is the difference. There's no excuse for it. The first puck should go down nice. Four's got a stick. Shoot damn puck down nice. Second one's just a straight read by our defense. It's very simple. We're not at their caliber, right? So you got to... Then the second one, too, it's 1-1 going into third, and we take a penalty 200 feet from our goalie. It's the difference in the teams, right? And the attention to detail, he would double down. Very sloppy, individual mistakes. The first one tonight, pucks should go down the ice. Forwards have two cracks at it, and the second one's just a straight read by our defenseman. Just straight read. Those are mental mistakes. That's what they are. It's very simple. The, I, I do love not only just how curt the answers are, but most of those come two-thirds of the way through a reporter's question. Yeah. I know what you're getting at. Let me do this for you. Yeah, I know. We're Too sloppy, it. not good enough. Details, <laughs> yeah. get it out. Yeah, and if you saw the first one go in, the one where it's uh, the Makar shot, it's redirected. There were a it's couple. It's a total of, fluke goal. It's a fluke goal, but it's also one where you know they've been hemmed in. Fatigue is starting to set in on the penalty killer. It's like, oh yep. man, oh, get it out, get it out, get it out, you, get out. Then you have those guys, Taves, Makar, whoever on uh, on the back end that are so good with that puck, just little flip passes. You're chasing it around. You're not going to catch them. And, and it, they bank it in off Nachushkin's hammy and then the torso of Markstrom and in. Yeah. Call bank, baby. Yeah. That's going to get you in horse. In which? In horse. You know, the game horse. Oh, I wasn't sure. Yeah, you know, I'm going to hit it here and then there, and then it's going to go in. Uh, you Okay, I get the letter H. Yeah. Sorry, I got you there. So no, take it's away. a fluky goal. Like, there was enough flame shots that could have bounced that way around the net, right? So I don't think it was a master class last night. That was two really good teams, and one team's special team did a better job than the others. Daryl didn't mind their play five on five. Five on five, we were good. I mean, I think we could have went, got around the net a little bit more. You maybe get a tip or something like that. Five and five, those sorts of things. But when um, you're playing against defense like that, you got a little bit of courage too. Two mm-hmm. one. It doesn't get much tighter. Toit and low expected goals, uh, like one and a half to one and a half kind yeah. of thing. A high ha- danger seven four for the Flames per yeah. one site. 
uh, which is really pretty low total. It is, and I, I constantly make the it's just, uh, very tight. Not much happening. Yeah, especially early offsides, offsides, offsides for Calgary. It was kind of you know just choppy in that way, but they didn't take I, advantage I, of the, the penalties either, which yeah. is. Hmm. I wondered too, through forty minutes, or even at the end of the game, aside from the penalties that were taken by the Flames, for, are, are you happier with? Almost happier with a two-one tight loss against Colorado, the toast of the league, or a nine-five win in a circus show against the Edmonton Oilers. I don't know. I you guess who you're asking. To, I know what the fans liked more. You always want to win, but I wonder if, in some regards, Daryl was happy to see them. All right, let's just just get back to what we do. Yeah, I think this is a te- this is absolutely a teachable moment for Daryl. He loves it. Like it's not threatening their standing. They're gonna finish first. Someone on the text line saying, "Oh, Minnesota's going to pass them." No, that Minnesota plays in the Central. Yeah, no one in the Pacific is going to catch Calgary, and I think you probably have a really focused, structured effort against LA tomorrow as a result of last night. Teachable moments, as you said, that's what this is going to be for the remaining games. Because I'm with you, I don't, I don't think they lose their hold on on the division. They've still say what you want. You still look at well, they're two two. Were they seven up with two games in hand? They're like, six are you three kidding and, me? six three and two in March. They at at home. Yes, there's road games coming, and we'll see what that how that shakes down. But it's now a time for the attention to detail, and and Daryl was asked about it. What do you see here now as you kind of turn the corner? One more game in the month of March. You get to April, then the playoffs. What do you see? Time of the year where still both. A little bit of process for some of these guys, right? It's a little tighter, so it's a little harder. It's a little harder. Yeah. A little harder. I mean, it, it, it certainly sounds like that after the Colorado game. It would be hard to hear that after the Edmonton game. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't hard that night. Um, I think what it was is because this was the number one team, you looked at it, like we always say, measuring stick game. Are you happy mm-hmm. with how you came out? You lost. You lost in regulation. But did that, f- and, and they're without two of their star forwards. Mm-hmm. And you're but a bounce it, away from a different outcome. But it did, did it have a feel like, oh man, seven games. Can't hang for four with these guys. Can the Avs be better? Yeah. Can the Flames be better? Certainly. Yeah, I think it teams, looks like a real good physical series if these two teams play. Yeah. yeah, it looked like it was two teams that were more focused on taking away chances than trying to create them, right? This Which was is a, what Daryl says this time of year is all about. Yeah. I, think, I, I think absolutely that. And and for, for all the talent Colorado has, it didn't just show up this year. That's a team that understands uh, they can't go looking to score six in rounds one and two or they won't get to round three. They've had they, this none of this. This is all the dress rehearsal for both these guys, Bednar and Sutter. The out of town scoreboard from last night. We'll take a look. See, uh, I was happy with the under six point oh goals uh, total goals last night. That felt easy when you found out uh, that McKinnon full anytime goal. Uh. When McKinnon is out and Markstrom's in, yeah, I'm going to take the under six. I was sitting there last night. That game was over, and I flipped on the Stars and Ducks, mm-hmm. and the Ducks had a two one lead in the third. It's like, man, I should, I should jump on the Stars or on the Stars here. And pretty much as soon as I thought of that, it yeah. was tied, and then they went ahead. It's like, ah, oh, whatever. Yeah, that's uh, all Dallas has to do is hold serve, to use another analogy. Like, they have such a cushion with games played that they've just got to beat the teams they have to beat and play well. Yeah. Dallas's issue for me isn't a lack of skill. It's that there just seems to be wild variants from what they look like when they're rolling and then other nights where they just sleepwalk yeah. for whatever reason. It kind of sounds like the series in the bubble in Edmonton, to be honest. They were zombies the first few games and then said, oh, we're in a series. We've got to turn this thing on. And then away they went. They have All the way three, to the final. Dallas now sits in the second wild card. They have three games in hand on Vegas and Vancouver, two on Winnipeg, and already lead all of them in points. So as you say, play well enough, hold serve. They're 21-9-1 at home. They've been dynamite at home. That's good. That building's been rocking. We were talking about it the oh, other yeah. night. They had the, Everyone was standing in the last five minutes. I don't it's, know if they had the big comeback or what it was. Yeah, it was. Who were they playing? They were down big, and then all of a sudden they... It was the Edmonton game. It was the Oilers game. They were down 3-2 or 3-1 or something like that late, and it was just bang, bang, bang. In the last six minutes of the game, they ended up winning 
It's a great crowd down there. I, I haven't I've been. Not been I feel either. like we're supposed to go, guys. What's going on, Patty? Yeah, who, are you in charge of tickets? Twenty twenty two. We're supposed, to, or even last year, we're supposed to be in Dallas. But I think every time I turn one of those games on, is everybody is standing, mm-hmm. and the horns going, and it's it's a hot crowd, hot crowd. Now the only thing, and we we'll talk about it more down the road, but they had a weird kind of a start. I remember when they came in and won an overtime, so they're not getting anything done in regulation. Well, they've figured that out a little bit. But in terms of goals for and against, mentioned earlier, Colorado plus 70. Flames are plus 70. Dallas minus 2. In both the East and the West, they're the only team that is upside down in uh, their goal differential, which doesn't bode well, but get in and everything resets to zero, and who gives Mm -hmm. a damn? Yeah, and for your final, what you're saying, if you're the coach, is we got... 15, 18 games, whatever it is, let's make sure we're a real good differential for this tidy, section. Yeah. Just be tidy the rest of the way, and we should be all right. Busy show. Tommy Wilden Jr. coming up now. This game for the uh, the Canadian men's soccer team. Oh, you know, baby, we you, got a game. We thought, okay, this, this is going to be just whatever. Right? There's a nothing game in Panama City. Who cares? Well, buckle up. Pump the brakes. Pump the brakes. Just a sec. Luke LV will join us. What's happening with the... Uh, well, he's going. He covers the Masters every year. Our boy that lives in Canmore, oh, yeah, Can yeah. Golf, and as part of his Masters duties, he's not allowed to do media work or do any uh, conversations, la la la, oh, with yeah. people like us. Next week, oh, really? he flies to Augusta tomorrow. This is our last chance to talk Masters with Luke before Masters week begins in like four or five days. Well, that doesn't seem fair. That they're. I feel like they, they probably compensate him politely to watch golf in you know this pristine. Historic setting. He, he, he's okay with it. Look at those pimento sandwiches. Mm. And then Jamie McCowan going to join us. Ah. He is part of a uh, a new initiative that is coming to our city that we want you to hear about. Crime Stoppers? Nope. I'll, uh, it's it's hockey related. Oh, okay. Uh, he is a good guy and it is a good thing and we have time for good things and good people. So we'll talk to him in hour number three. The Pinder Report, the out-of-town scoreboard, men's footy, baseball, hoops, all coming up. Sportsnet 960, The Fan. This is Boomer in the Morning with Ryan Pinder on Sportsnet 960, The Fan. What's going on? Flames fall 2-1 to one on home ice last night. And you know what? We've kind of been spoiled a little bit. All these home games. Hey, you're going to the game. Oh, I'll go to the next one. Ah, you know, so many home games. You look at the month of March. It's ridiculous. Look at all those uh, home games. Mm-hmm. They have a couple left here this week. L.A. coming up tomorrow. Then we'll do one uh, Saturday against St. Louis. St. Louis. Louis. And then a little uh, little roadie down to L.A., in Anaheim, some San Jose for you, and then Seattle. you got a couple of Seattle left, don't you? A little home and home there? Let's go to Seattle for that game. I'm going to wait till next year when ticket prices plummet. It's still ridiculously nah, expensive because we'll, everyone's very excited. We'll get some tickets. Okay, okay. We know people. This is true. We don't usually pay for tickets. Well. You know, what are you talking about? We'll get some tickets. We know Giordano. He'll get us some tickets. Yes, great point. Right? He's the captain. Uh, then yeah. they'll return home. I just Seattle, cringe. Vegas, Arizona. And the then text line the road. is going to get at you. Do you think so? It's, I, like, just get the shovel ready. Someone's going to text. <laughs> no, no, no. Someone will text it in. Oh, you know what? During the game on Saturday against the Oilers. Mm-hmm. It was one of those rare games where I was watching live. Mm-hmm. I'm like I'm gonna let's let's have some fun. Let's tweet. Let's Late start throw a bunch Saturday. of stuff out. Yeah. So yeah, I was having some fun tweeting and people reacting and interacting with listeners and stuff like that. And I had thrown out a tweet. Uh, one said that the Oilers should really look at their goaltending mm-hmm. before the deadline. Yeah. <laughs> to which so many people, uh, oh. what do you do with the deadline? <laughs> That's right. Yeah. So I, I even on a couple, I, I chose to respond. I, I, we did a 20-hour live broadcast on trade deadline day. Do you really think? Do you really think Do I wouldn't really know? Do you really think? It's, it's sarcasm. Well, you should put in an emoji or something. No, just try it. Move your feet. No, you can use your brain. Keep up. Come on now. We can't just slow down for, like, come on. And there was another one that I put out about, 
Like, this power play is so great for the Oilers, I don't know how they lose a game. <laughs> well, maybe it's their goaltending. Have you watched it? <laughs> now, again, is, is it hilarious? No. Is it sarcasm? You know, yes. But it's, yes, it's, it's tough. You can't feed the trolls. You've got to understand. Yeah. You do have to understand that this is a numbers game, that 99 out of 100 people got a nice little chuckle out of that. And the one person was like, Ah, ah, ah. That's right. Yeah, that's what he'd be so saying. So don't worry about that guy. Uh, chance for you to win some uh, some tickets coming up in hour number two. Really? That's right. Wow. It is the, uh, well, they got the big old, uh, and you know, some great news. Yes. The comedy festival coming to town. The Great Outdoors Comedy Festival. Bill Burr, David Spade, Danell Rawlings, Whitney Cummings. More names to be announced. The Sunday... It's a weekend long, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. The Sunday event was Bill Burr. Sold out. Bill Burr, one of the top stand-ups going. They've added a second show. Bill Burr will have two stand-up performances on the Sunday. Tickets available, I believe, if you go there now. GreatOutdoorsComedyFestival.com. If you missed out, and there were a few people like, I can't believe it's sold out already. We're going to get tickets, but I want to go see Bill Burr. Looks like there's another chance for you. Either way, coming up in hour number two, a chance for you to win tickets to the entire weekend. We'll take care of you. That's coming up. Time now for the Pinder Report, brought to you by MotorWorks, exceeding all expectations. BMW repairs and service in a state-of-the-art facility. They'll meet and beat all competitors' quotes. 51st Ave and 3rd Street Southeast. Ryan Pinder. Ryan Pinder. Ryan Pinder. All right, fellas, you hear the music. Away we go with the Calgary Flames. It's a big six-game homestand, eh? It's a lot of games. Two and one so far, but a steely opponent in the top team in the NHL, the Colorado Avalanche, without some of their top-end talent, Dean. Landeskog out for what appears to be the remainder of the season. Then yesterday, Nate Dog, Nathan McKinnon, singing hooks in Denver. Not, not going to be here. No. You go home. All right? He hurt his hand. He hurt his hand. He was in a fight with old Matty Dumba and either hurt it on because I was watching the replay. Don't of that. punch his helmet. Either the helmet or when they came to the ice, when they fell down, he his hand slammed into the playing surface. Uh, head coach Jared Bednar was asked about uh, his level of concern surrounding the injury. He answered, "High." He's high. No, he's high. High level of concern. Oh, I see. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to say, well, Colorado. It's been I mean, for a we're while. high. And also, good for painkilling. I'm told. Yeah, if that, for I mean, Nate Dog, I would I would yeah. go that way. Either that, or you just want to chill out, watch some movies, and hammer some corn. That's right. If you just want to mellow out a little <laughs> bit. Uh, Flames. Well, there should be some changes as well. Sean Monahan back into the lineup after being a healthy scratch over the weekend, and Jacob Markstrom finally got his first crack of the year against the Abs after Dan Vladar made both starts in Denver. Okay, off to the first we go. Some heavy hits from the old 500-pound pair on the Flames. You could see this was going to be a low event contest. Both teams stout defensively, some physicality. All right, get warmed up and ready for a defensive showdown. Now that said, pretty good game. Finally, the Flames of the monster opportunity after a power play was awarded. Oh, another little trip there. Five on three for a while. Drops the puck to Anderson. Anderson to Defoley. He scores! Tyler Toffoli with a wicked one-timer that beats Darcy Kemper. The Flames score a five-on-three power play goal to take a one-to-nothing lead. Damn, boy. Damn, boy. You know, here. Can I go inside baseball on you? Oh, sure, please, yeah. The goal song for Tyler Toffoli. Now, we've talked about this. Am I missing something? I, I'm, I'm completely up to lunch. I, I do not understand it. I don't get it either. I'll take the L on this if I'm missing it. But they, the Flames' Twitter account went on. So we need a goal song for Tyler to well, And we get it. They have songs for all the players. And yeah. all of the songs say the name of the player or something that sounds something like, like that, the name yeah. of the player in the song. Coleman scores. They play working in a coal mine. Coal, coal man, coal, coal mine. mine. Uh, Razamataz from Nazareth is yeah, playing. Be good. Ja- Milan when Lucic yeah. scores. Yes, we get it. So the Toffoli. back for Backlund. Back, back, back. Toffoli's goal song that they selected was Bonnie Tyler holding out for a hero. 
This is middle name so, hero. I was like holding. Is he holding Tyler? Bonnie Tyler. Is it Tyler Bonnie? Tyler I, for Tom. I don't get it. Is it so? We're saying he's a hero. That's the tie-in. And why? In, I don't. I. I just. I. I and in fairness, I. This is just tried. a better song. Yeah, up the there. Flames' actual goal song makes more sense for Tyler Toffoli. TNT. Sure. Tyler Toffoli. And I tried. I had some uh, behind-the-scenes discussions. Now, is it is it brilliant? Not it's. Ah, uh, yes, it is, Dean. But <laughs> it's like, the, 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 I, do you think the crowd would like? I th- yes, I think the crowd would. Are be, you kidding me? It's saying his name. You, you can clap. It's about him. It's got his name in it. It's kind of fun. It's very fun. Damn. But we're going with Bonnie Tyler because of uh, here. I'd... And again, your submission again was the. Um... Oh, did you want a? Yeah. Damn boy, damn. Damn. Makes you want to clap. Damn boy. I believe. I believe his wife literally lobbied the Flames Twitter account for that song. On her. Like, hello. I, I. Do I need to write this down and hand it to your superior? No, you do a great job over there. Wonderful. I just don't get the. the I'm with you on the the hero. Thing. Now I need to take a look at the lyrics of this Bonnie Tyler song. Maybe it says flames or flame or hot or uh, Calgary in it. I don't know. Maybe it says Tyler Toffoli somewhere. Maybe there. yeah. I don't know. Maybe I, it does I, say I, Tyler Toffoli in it somewhere. Mm-hmm, it could. Which would make it okay. Because that's why we like the other song. It says his name. It says his name in it, and it also says "Damn boy, damn boy." <laughs> you does, know. Yeah. Uh, hey, so that made a one nothing flames. Okay, good. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Would you please keep going? Like, why are you slowing down? Uh, that's right. Right my, in the middle of a game story, like that is my fault, Dean. Pick it up. That dude. is my fault. Uh, Lucci off for interference. Uh, Gabranson, hey, you want to get that puck out? Yeah, dude. Just tried to slide over to a teammate that keeps it in and look out. Moves the puck to Bakar, who shoots and scores. With Miko Rantanen standing right in the blue paint, Kale McCarr is able to squeeze that puck past the Flames goaltender, Jacob Markstrom, and a power play goal ties this game at one. It was Markstrom. Um, McCarr banks the puck off Nachushkin, then the ribcage of Markstrom, mm-hmm. and into the net. 1-1. Yarn Croak then gets called for some sort of a wrestling maneuver where you put the hand over the head and then twist the guy down to the... Yeah, it was you know weird. That's it, was, called? it was almost like a bulldog. It looked like he was yes. going for a bulldog. Yeah, 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 yeah. But uh, they kind of reversed it. Broke the stick. Half of it went flying into the crowd. Mm-hmm. Mm. Not going to not call that if you're a ref, I guess. Tough not to call it. Yeah, I mean, unless someone's already knocked you out with a folding chair, then you don't see it. That's or right. Or you're being distracted by um, Elizabeth. Yeah. If you're going to call that every time. If the valet is holding on to your leg. <laughs> trying to pull the, like or or distract you. If Virgil is showing you the suitcase of money, yeah. maybe you turn your head and Ted DiBiase can get yeah. away with something like that. It, but there's two officials now. It doesn't happen anymore. If Mr. Fuji has blown some green spray in your eyes right. and you've been blinded. Now listen, if you got some ashes in your eyes from Paul Bear, then maybe The Undertaker yeah, can get right. away with that. But it didn't happen for Yarn Croak that way, dude. I'm done. You can I'm also tap. I'll leave it there, though. <laughs> Uh, Backlund after that then does catch Kemper out, threads a pass through his legs to the slot, just misses Manjapani. Flames would kill off that uh, Mr. Fuji. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it was still 1-1. Off to the third period we go. Calden left point, Taves across, Ratnan shoots, and they score. Miko Ratnan took the shot, and Valerie Nachushkin tipped the puck past Jacob Markstrom, his second goal of the game, gives the Avalanche a 2-1 lead. All right, they get another power play goal, another Nachushkin goal. Beautiful backdoor look. Looked like a eh, could have had a stick there, D-man, but it's a penalty kill, and then they got one more guy than us. That doesn't seem fair. Later, no call on a Coleman trip. Moments later, Anderson dumped flames to the power play. Here you go. Don't convert. Uh, Marco Sturm got dinged up. Taves took an elbow from uh, Lindholm. Lindholm, who was trying to tip a puck. No intent. Everything's going to be fine. No suspension coming there. Or was it? 
Oh, hey, Lindholm. Yeah, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna look over here and pretend to tip the puck, and then yeah. just get your. Square. Oh, did I? Did I get you? I'm sorry, bud. Yeah, sorry, I'm bud. Oh, that shame. looks bad. Are you leaking? Would return later, but was down for quite some time. Bednar said he got his bell rung. We gotta stop saying that. If we got, if you say did he, get, guy, did he come back? He couldn't have come back. He came back. Taves. Yes. After the beak. Did you hear the Bednar audio? Am I no, crazy? I had no idea. He said, "Oh yeah, he came back. He just got his bell rung." Don't say he got his bell rung if a guy came back. Yeah. Bell rung means concussion. Concussion means don't put him back in the game. Well, maybe Say they, something else. Maybe they put him in the dark room and... Say he got his beak rung. Mopped up his beak. It's not his bell. He can't say bell. He got his beak. Beak broke. No. You think it was the bell over the head when the ref was... The timekeeper's bell? Yeah, I know. <laughs> That's a tough one. A late cadre penalty as well. Flames couldn't bury the lots of chances. The empty net behind them. All kinds of pressure. Uh, another strong night from Darcy Kemper. 2-1, your final. All three goals of the man advantage variety flames one for five abs two for three that's tidy hey daryl how did you like your penalty kill sloppy two games were very sloppy individual mistakes the first one tonight bucks should go down the ice four and have two cocks at it and the second one's just a straight read by defense just straight read those are those are mental mistakes that's what they are it's very simple there's no excuse for it the first one bucks should go down the ice four's got a stick shoot damn puck down the ice Second one's just a straight read by mm-hmm. your Dean. We're not at their caliber, right? So you gotta and first and the second one too, it's one one going into third and we take take a penalty two hundred feet from our goalie. It's the difference in the teams, right? Mm, ninety one shots the last two games they faced Darcy Kemper. Stop ninety of them. It's a tidy eight excuse me, nine eighty nine goaltender. That's gonna be real good for the team that has that goalie and really bad for the team that faces that goalie, the the old 989 goaltending. I oh, yeah, and the Avs won both those games. Yeah, they yeah. did. Yeah. Uh, Monahan's return, great in the faceoff dot. Nine of 12, got one shot, pair of hits, block shots, uh, drop, drew a penalty. Did he draw a penalty or did he drew a penalty or did he dray? He drayed a penalty. He drayed a penalty. Uh, Steinberg yeah. had him on afterwards and asked him, uh, how did it feel out there? Yeah, it felt good. I mean, it... Uh Yep, felt good. So it felt good. You want to hear that? Well, I just wanted to. I want to make sure you clarified that for me. It sounded like he's a little wishy-washy. So how, okay, how did it feel? Yeah, it felt good. I mean, it. Uh, yep, felt good. There you go. Thank you. I'm clear now. Uh, as for Daryl on Monahan, he's solid. I'm not gonna converse about the player that goes in another lineup. If you're in a platoon situation and make an impact. Otherwise, you just platoon. Doesn't matter who it is. So he probably stays in. I think he made an impact. That's his, uh, That's a pretty rock-solid game from a fourth-line center. He said he was solid, not that he made an impact. I thought, he made, I thought he made an impact in drawing a penalty and being really good in the face-up dot. No? You didn't like his work on either of those fronts? Look, you've got to put away that he's used to score 30. Compare him to Ryan Carpenter. He went 9 for 12 in the dot and drew a penalty. That's a good night for a fourth-line center, right? I'm sorry. The goalposts have moved. I know. We'll move along. Uh, NHL last night, lots of games, Dean. Your silence is deafening. Montreal at Florida. Through the far circle, and Mike Hoffman gave it away. Lombard down low, Bennett back door, and they score! And it's Huberto on the backhand. And the Panthers regain the lead. It's 5-4. Look how happy that guy is. That's Doug Plagan's victory He's glasses happy. were out last wow. night. 7-4 win for the Panthers, and a couple forever flames in there. You got Sam Bennett and the Lombardini playing with Huberto. That must be fun. Must have been a line change with old Lamborghini out there. He got to play with him last night. Are you serious? Yes. What an absolute maniac. Holy. And he had two. I cannot wait to see that team in the playoffs. They are going to be so fun. Huh. Do you mean as, a, as an opponent or just to watch as just a spectator? Just to watch. Like, I really want to see Battle of Florida, but like if if, if the Panthers are playing anyone, I'm going to watch. It's their 27th home win. That's tied for most ever. They've scored 265 goals. That's most ever in franchise history. It's been a good year, huh? Huberdo, 70 assists. Ties the record for most uh, assists by a left winger in NHL history. Joe Juno had 70 in 92-93. Holy. Giroux's got five assists in three games. Yeah, so things are good, huh? Other than that, tough night in that 7-4 win. Right, and then they got to go to the garage to see their 
Aston Martin, and there's yeah, the, right. there. Now they were down. I mean, you look at this for Montreal. They were down four to one, and then tied it. So, well, good for the Habs. Habs we'll are all there. about lottery balls right now. Rangers, Penguins. Fox now shoots. It goes wide. Rebound. Crowder. He scores. Number forty-five and his twenty-third power play goal. Rangers lead three to one. Yeah, those numbers are not fudged. That is his forty-fifth on the power play. Stood as the winner. Have a season, Chris Kreider. His previous career high was 28. He's now got 45. 23 of them on the power play. That's yeah. tops in the league. Leon has 20. And all of a sudden, the Rangers have won five of six. Very wow. Two of them against the, the Penguinos. And I believe those two on a collision course in the 2-3 in the Metro Division. No one's going to catch Carolina, and not only Washington's going to catch either of these clubs. They're playing for home ice. Is it going to be starting on Broadway or in the Steel City? Because that's, that's going to be a fun series. Shesterkin against the Penguinos? MSG or PPG, you know what I'm saying, right? Power play goal? 23rd of the year? Yeah, you did say that. Uh, Toronto-Boston. Gosh, you love these original seven matchups. Just always gets the feels going. Matthews back to Marner. Marner holds. Got a shot away. Rebound. Matthews scores! Austin Matthews is up to 49! You missed two games that suspension, 49th of the year. That's a game winner. A lot of happiness out there. Well, time. there was a lot of sadness as well. Peter Morazic, ouch, he's hurt, left the game. Shelgren came in after just four shots were faced by Morazic. And then Justin Hall and Ilya Labushkin, both injured as well. That's two of their top six defensemen. And speaking of Hall, did you see Taylor Hall? And the shenanigans that he was up to last night. I did night. see a Taylor Hall clip. Please enlighten us. He uh, didn't like... The behavior of Labushkin, which is how he got oh, injured. Oh, that's right. He did the old. You uh, kind of give him a, a little bit of a right uh, hook from behind. Did there. he do the open palm on the ear? Is that why Labushkin went down like that? Because well, it didn't look that heavy. It's like this is the this is Todd Bertuzzi. Oh, no, it's not. Todd. It's quite Todd Bertuzzi, that. but I I do wonder if uh, if old T Hall, Tom T Hall, they're going to be hearing from the uh, the league. They may want a discussion. I hear the phone call is one for one. It's going to be Peros on one end and Hall on the other. Yeah. Just back and forth they go. Five grand that we're going to call that? One game? What do you think? Spin the wheel? Yeah. Spin we'll it. spin the wheel later. Yeah. Yeah, maybe tomorrow we'll come and spin the wheel. Uh, 6-4 the final. It's a big win for the Leafs. The Atlantic is just absolutely tighter than a drum, Dean. Drums are often tight. Makes better acoustics. Pat was telling me in the, well, the break. Well, that's the thing about drums is they're all tight if they're built right. They're all tight if they're built right. That's a nice way That's to what I say about drums. Specifically drums and only drums. So all types. Of, got it. 6-4, uh, Car- big win Toronto. I'm sure there's other things that if they're... Like strings on a guitar, maybe? No, because you tune them. Hmm. That's all I can think of, Dean. Uh, Carolina, Tampa. I slide Stamkos. Stamkos Why would you shoot this? Stamkos in front. Score! Stamkos! There it is, folks. The worst broadcast team in the history of time. Why would you shoot this? A Hall of Famer who we love, who, who sounds like a rambling drunk uncle, and then a play-by-play guy who calls every goal like it's Game 7 of overtime in the Stanley Cup Final. At least this was an overtime Walking goal. all over each other. It was special. That's Stamkos' winner in overtime. Old Stammer. How many goals for him? He's got 30 now. He had a goal and two helpers last night. It's the seventh 30-goal season for him in 14 seasons. A lot of injuries in there. Islanders, Blue Jackets. Finds Dobson above the right circle. Noah puts it in front. Tap and goal. They score! Zach Parisi at the left of the crease. Make it four unanswered goals for the Isles. And they lead it four to one. Four in a row is good. It would end up four to three. So they were answered after all. Uh, Philadelphia, Minnesota. Good roll for Kulikov. Kulikov into the corner, Fiala scores! What a snipe by Kevin Fiala! And it's 4-0 Minnesota! Remember when Kevin Fiala couldn't buy a goal? He was just hitting posts and Mm -hmm. catching uh, knobs of sticks. It was like he was stuck at six goals in December at some point. He's been an absolute heater since. Wild have won seven in a row, Dean. Whoa! What was up with... uh Goalhorn guy, was he out having a dart there? Can we hear that again? Yeah, let's go back to the field. Felt like uh... Kevin Fiala, and it's four zero Minnesota. I mean, <laughs> just hold ha- y'all. He's having a nap. 
Hey, Jim! They start! Get up! Dude, I know it's the Flyers. But we're going to need you here. Well, it is the Flyers. you got to be on your toes. Hey, bad, Come on now. Bad news. Oh. Officially eliminated from playoff contention were the Flyers last night. Oh, well, there's always next year, huh? The Philadelphia Flyers had Marty Jones in net. Their backup was someone named Felix Sandstrom. <laughs> Felix, I, I mean. That sounds like an automatically generated name of a Flyers prospect goalie. Yeah. Oh, dear. Uh, Ottawa, Nashville. Let's go there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's all right. Charging behind the net, circles out the other side to the net front. McCarron scores! How about that big fella? Michael McCarron, two goals, and the Predators take the lead for the first time. <laughs> How about that big fella? Yeah. Former Hab, the big fella. McCarron is, he is a big fella. Now, he had two goals last night. He had two goals earlier this month in a single game. Wow. He's got eight career goals. How Four of them coming in last. the last uh, three weeks. Big. Big, fella. big, yeah, big fella. Dallas Anaheim. 2-2, and then... Zegris looking for a cutter in the slot. Stars take it away. Here's Klingberg. Has Peterson. Klingberg flip to Peterson. Backhand. Score! Jacob Peterson. Mr. Peterson. Good work, whoever you are. Tenth third period comeback win for the Dallas Stars. Leads the league, I'm told. Or or second oh, to one to other team. But yeah, they've uh, they've been found in a way to, uh, hmm. to dig in. Rupe, 29th of the season player. by far and away. And I mean, he's a young player, of course. Player. But he uh, him and Robertson. He's having a year, mm, baby. Tonight, here's your slate: Winnipeg, Buffalo. Going bear hunting on Mother's Day weekend. Hmm. It's coming up. Uh, Five o'clock, Sportsnet West. You can catch that one. The Rangers and Wings, Dean. Where else can you go with this one? No, you can't. You have to. I'd be disappointed if you did yeah, anything else. You spread those wings. Um, Kings and Oilers. Promise me I wouldn't do this. Uh, Sportsnet one at seven thirty. Because you know Wayne, the he Kings. A, he was an LA King, yeah. Yeah. And Edmonton, I think, must have played LA once. Where Wayne yes, so. was. Don't know. Was Messier ever a king? I don't think so. I, th- I just thought he was a pitch guy for a potato chip company. I've heard, hmm. He plays with Connor McDavid. Oh, he's a pitch guy, all right. Yeah. You got a product, he'll pitch it. Scintillating interviews. Do you remember when? Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> and you were trying real hard. You're like, okay, we're going to break him down. Like, hey, Mark, you know, you've, you've done some. Really iconic stuff. I mean, tell us about some of the outtakes or maybe just a fun story. Like, well, you know, Lays sure has been a very good partner that I've worked with. All right. Okay. Yeah. And that was the guy that left the strip club uh, and, and the cup behind in 94. Like you dated. You can't Ma- tell a single story. You dated Madonna. And you got no stories. And you're telling me about, uh, but I do like potato chips. Come on, Mark. <laughs> loosen up. For Come on, Mark. Uh, sports at one seven thirty for the Kings and Oilers. Vegas, Seattle. Oilers, people! Yeah, there's a lot of name bars you're not going to be familiar with here. Vegas due to injuries. Seattle due to the trade deadline. Vegas coming around a little bit though. Getting Same some guys Seattle. back. They had a big win the other night. Yeah, getting some guys back. I think they're almost in Alex True territory in terms of the roster depth in Seattle. Well, doesn't matter now. No, there's not well much pick Seattle. Yeah, Seattle can't do a lot. Uh, St. Louis, Vancouver. Enjoy some of the snapper in Vancouver. Ooh. This is the old David Backus Bowl, isn't it? Right. Battling offer sheets. Could have gone with Truculent Berkey there. Was it Steve Bernier, the other one? Bernier, maybe, yeah. yeah. I feel like there's uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Is there Kessler as well? I think there's a there's Kessler, Kessler Philly. Oh, Kessler's Philly, you're right. San Jose, Arizona. There's no issue with the Arizona Coyotes. Sharks. Love our commissioner. Is Gary talking this week? Is he at those meetings down there? He's at those meetings, yeah. 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 yeah talking about the cap. He's Speaking of which. He's got a little beard going, I thought. Has he got a little stubble going down yeah, in Florida? Pepper look. Oh, yeah. The old S&P Gare. Well, he's a pretty rugged guy. Old Gare. Excuse me? Yeah, old Batman, yeah. 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 He's a man's man. He's a manly man. Cap's up to $82.5 million next year, Dean. That's a million bucks more. Uh, yeah, you got massive capped escrow and an IOU of a billion dollars from players to owners, but sure, the cap's going up. That does make sense. 
I, I, someone needs to explain this to me. How does the cap? What? Okay. Uh, Minnesota and Alex Goligoski, two-year extension, $2 million per with the Wild. He was scratched in their last game. I think he was set to hit 1,000 the final game of the year. Hey, congrats, fear not. Buddy, yeah. Fear not. You'll do it next year now. He turns 37 this summer. Two-year deal. No kidding. Not a boy, Alex. Who's his agent? Ken Holland? And he was tra- was he uh, traded up for... Uh... Goligoski's a free agent sign. But going back in the day, was mm-hmm. he not? Uh, that's James Neal straight up one for one back in the day. Well, he was a Dallas and a Pittsburgh and an Arizona, so was, sure, uh, yeah, that would make sense. The real deal, and he's swapping spots. Yeah, that's probably how he became Penguin. Sure, you can Google that, and I'll do something else here. Well, I'm not that worried about it, I guess. World uh, Cup of Hockey uh, set to return in a couple of years. We know that. Just devastating news. Uh, people in the streets of uh, Team Europe. Just furious because their country won't be represented. This is quite a backpack item. People of under 23 North America distraught that they will have to see their young players play with their actual countrymen. Um, When did this happen? I'm Googling it right now. 2016, the World Cup. 2016. What year is it now? 2022. Six years ago. I'm I'm, I'm excited the World Cup of Hockey is coming back. I'm also excited that the trinkety junkie teams that made it feel like a carnival are gone. They were fun to watch, but it was completely idiotic when you're trying to grow a brand and a tournament and make it feel like it matters and is credible. Been hearing about this for six years, people. It was a year and a half on afternoons. Let's call it four and a half. Uh, Canada soccer tonight. Speaking of World Cups, Dean. Like Ariaga, Ariaga 2, Bariaga, Aruglia, and Pizzozza. Pizzozza fired up tonight. Canada. Panama. Now this game is uh, means nothing now, so just get through it and then get ready for. Uh... Oh, 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 suddenly there are stakes tonight, Dean. What? Not for Panama, who can't qualify for the World Cup because they're a bunch of. Okay. Well, they're fifth in the table. That's why I uh, can't get to fourth. But for Canada, who have already punched a ticket, but can because of results yesterday in Africa, move into pot three with a win. Thank you, <laughs> Africa. Yeah, thank you, laser pointers in Thanks, Egypt, Africa, or yeah. Cameroon, or <laughs> Libya. Or... Where are the laser pointers? Can you explain, can you explain Senegal, what you're talking Senegal. about? Uh, so Mo Salah, who plays for Liverpool, is one of Egypt's finest exports, if not the greatest soccer player of all time. And he steps up to take a penalty kick in extra time. It's gone to kicks the game, and there's about a thousand laser pointers on his face to the point where it looks like he's been slimed. On you can't do that on television. It's Just like green were... all over his face. It's like they were handing them out as a game day yes, item. Yes, it was a national holiday. It was free <laughs> laser pointer day. Uh, he misses the kick. What was the name of the country again, Patty? It was Senegal. Senegal. They, uh, yeah. they win. And because of that and a Mali tie. Mali, Mali. Uh, Canada with a win tonight. There's a lot of info you're Can move into here. pot three. So all you need to know is if this game does matter to Canada. Yes. Get a win, and get you're in win, the pot. And, we, and get potentially a better group in the World Cup. I couldn't tell you a week ago, pot, whatever. I knew you were into pot. I just didn't know it mattered to you this much. I'm but just happy that the people that like it, it's legal, Dean. It's not really my thing. So what you could get, what you want. You've been harping about it now. You yeah, get- pot three could happen tonight, baby. All right, well, I- Let's go. Here's uh, head coach John Herdman on 590 yesterday. John? John? Finishing top of CONCACAF are going to put us in a shop window that wouldn't normally be accessible to Canada. You know, if you finish fourth and just scrape into a World Cup, there aren't many teams want to play you. But when you finish top of CONCACAF, maybe we get the call before the Mexicans in the U.S. as a as a big friendly draw to you know some of these top top teams that we're going to have to beat on the way to um, the World Cup final. Oh, I love it. we're talking about international friendlies. Bring up Brazil. Bring in Argentina. Let's see Messi. Bring in the French. I want to see Mbappe. Uh-huh. I want Holyfield. And like host one in Vancouver so we can fly out on cheap flights. Boy, and it's all beer not asking there, for much. Hey, if that, just host one of those celebration games in Vancouver. There was, oh. there was a time when you'd have just been happy oh, with, you know, just at least play well. Yeah, for, we're getting greedy. Yeah, It's like people are, hey, if I hope the Flames make the play. Okay, they're in. Now you can ask for more. Sorry. Uh, Sportsnet 360, 6.30 pregame, 7 o'clock kickoff tonight with the one soccer crew. NBA tonight, Minnesota, Toronto Raptors 3-for-3 three three thus far on their four-game homestand. It'll wrap tonight. They've won nine 
of their last 11. Tight in the East all of a sudden. That's another thing like a drum. Better when tight. The sti- Eastern the standings, Conference yeah. standings in the NBA. Very tight. I knew there was something else. And it is better when it's tight. Oh, Exciting. Uh, they're a half game back of Chicago for fifth and a half game up on Cleveland, who are in seventh. Tense times in the tight Eastern Conference, Dean. Major League Baseball? Mm-hmm. Uh, it was an off day Poop yesterday. in my pants. Yeah, so. We got more. We're going to work in there. It's just we're in preseason form I for the Major League yeah. section of the Pinder Report, which is going on about half an hour now. Uh, today it'll be at the Yankees, 435. That's on Sportsnet now. There is a game at 11 a.m. It's Boston-Atlanta. I know how much you love the Red Sox, so you'll be able to tune in this morning and watch them play a game that doesn't really matter. Yeah, it's a love affair. Yeah, it's Sportsnet last. Uh, last exhibition game for the Jays will come April 5, so we're not quite there yet. There's a week left of this. Then the season opens on the 8th. That is a week from Friday. Texas Rangers at Rogers Center. Me with the beers in my face hole. That'll be a fun day. We don't have to work Saturday. Is that right? Okay, good. Yeah. Finally, the WHL in action tonight. Uh, Did you swallow a cat? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know either. Yeah. Uh, Hitman host the Tigers tonight. The Dome. Yeah. Hmm? They do. Yeah, they're about Tigers at the Dome. It's a big night there. Uh, it's uh, a bunch of young ringette players will be at the at the game tonight. Oh, Dean, it sounds like you have um, some inside information. I mean, I'm not going, but uh, personally, but there are there are some, ringette uh, players that you do know are mm-hmm. going. It is the uh, what, what can I tell you? The uh, combined Carathers Fence House says ringette night at the Dome. Every ticket purchased, five dollars will go directly back to ringette for all. So there you go, getting. For all. Uh, Getting uh, young ladies that maybe otherwise wouldn't be able to, getting them on the ice to try the sport of ringette. Five of their last seven games on the schedule at home for the Hitmen. They're going to need some results here. they got to leapfrog two teams to get in that final playoff spot in the Eastern Conference. That's your pin report. Brought to you by MotorWorks. Exceeding all expectations, BMW repairs and service in a state-of-the-art facility. They'll meet and beat all competitor quotes. 51st Ave, 3rd Street, Southeast. We will go back, take a look at last night's game between the Avs and Flames. We've got some winning for you to do coming up. And Tommy Wielden Jr. in a busy hour, too. Sportsnet 960, The Fan.